Hey guys, welcome back to Coffee with Chris. Uh, We talk all things fitness and lifestyle here on this podcast, and today we are going over keto. Enjoy. Uh, welcome to Coffee with Chris. We are going to dive right into it today. Um, something that comes up often and um, really I just want to kind of shed some light on it because people seem to do it anyway um, is keto, the keto diet. Um This is a particularly uh, personal issue for me um, and I'll kind of explain my um history with keto. Um, keto, I would say is the diet that kind of introduced me to the weight loss lifestyle. Um, and so I kind of just want to talk about what keto is, first of all, um, the kind of science behind it, why it could help you lose weight. Um, and then just some of the other things that go along with, with the diet. Um, there are a lot of false information out there. Um, it's a diet that, um, people really like because it shows that weight loss, um, can happen quickly. And of course, in this day and age, we want weight loss to be easy and quick. Um, but if you follow me or have followed me and known my keto journey, um, it didn't end well and it doesn't end well for a lot of people. So this podcast is not necessarily to scare you away from doing keto, but it's to give you information so that you can make the best decision for yourself. Um, I guess we should start with what keto is. Um, Keto is not just low carb. People get that confused all the time. Um, Keto is actually getting the body into a state of ketosis. And in order to do this, you actually have to restrict not only carbs, but also protein. This is not a high protein diet. It's high fat, low carb, moderate protein. Um, I believe when I was doing keto, my fats were uh, like 130, 140. I kept carbs under 25 grams per day, and my protein was around 85 grams a day. Um, That was, I believe, kind of where I hung out in doing keto. Um, Again, I did this for two years. Um, I, I lost 20 pounds doing keto. I had never looked better. Um, I went from low carb, um, doing paleo. I did all sorts of diets. And the only one that seemed to me to stick was keto. And so of course I raved and ranted about it being the best diet in the world. And it may have its benefits. Um, I helped many people on the keto diet lose weight as well. It just kind of became, um, that, that entryway into my passion of fitness and weight loss. Um, And so keto, I believe the diet started in like 1940 and it's actually a very good diet for, um, it started for people who have epilepsy, specifically children. Um, it's a great diet for those that do have, um, the seizures and epilepsy, um, and so it does have its benefits. There have been, um, studies showing that maybe, um, cancer patients, um, may or may not do better on a diet like keto. Again, I am not a doctor. I am not sitting here and recommending um, what you do and what you don't do. You need to do your own research. Um, However, keto became very popular because, again, the weight loss seems to be quick. Um, What we need to understand about 
keto is people love that quick weight loss. But in the first week or so, you're not losing fat. One gram of carbohydrate requires about three to four grams of water to process and store. So when you're eating carbs, you're also retaining just naturally more water. So the second you start restricting those carbs, you are seeing a very fast weight loss due to water and sodium. All of that water and carbs that you are storing, the glycogen that you're storing is now being released from your body. So that's why keto, I think um, people love it because they are seeing these immediate results that they love. Um, I actually have my diary here when I did keto. Um, And something that I want to point out um, with keto, not only does it have that um, rapid weight loss that people love, um, but it also is something that if you think about it, you're the king and queen of, you know, weight loss that you hear all the time is calorie deficit. You have to be in a calorie deficit if you want to lose weight. Well, with keto, you're restricting an entire food group, an entire food group, guys. So you are not eating, you know, beans, peas, lentils, grains, um, you know, sugars, sweeteners, um, a lot of fruit. You are not eating bread. You are not eating, you know, all the processed foods that are high in carbs. Um, So it's very typical when you restrict such a large you know, one of your top three, you have carbs, proteins, fats, you're taking away one of the main three macronutrients. So it's going to put most people in a natural state of calorie deficit. So they're going to lose weight. Um, so that's kind of the basis of what keto is, um, and why it's a very popular diet is it's that quick weight loss, um, that everybody loves. Something to think about with, keto. Um, and I have so many thoughts. I'm trying to organize them on keto. I want to, again, give you guys the most information that makes sense. Um, but also to, um, make sure that if you do it, that you kind of know what you're getting into. Um, something very popular, basically, I guess I'll go back to what is keto. So we kind of said it's no carbs, high fat. Um, basically ketosis is a metabolic state. Um, the body has elevated levels of ketone bodies in our blood and in our urine. Um, the body's primary source of energy is glucose, which comes from carbs. So when you're starving the body of carbs and of glucose, um, the body has to provide it with energy. So the liver actually starts producing these ketone bodies. And that is what your body then starts using for energy. Um, And so the beginning of keto, after you've restricted these carbs, your body's kind of changing this metabolic um, process from instead of using carbs and burning glucose is it's producing ketone bodies and using ketones to provide your body with energy. There is typically a period of time that you feel like garbage. Um, This is very common um, and it's different for everybody. Some between one and three days, it goes away. For me, and I'm looking at my journal here, it lasted, I remember this was the worst time of my life, 14 days. Um, The first 14 days I wrote in my journal three different times that I literally contemplated calling 911. Um, I felt awful. Um, I would go to the gym and um, instead of being able to curl or lift my normal amount, I could hardly 
have the energy to lift like a five pound dumbbell. Um, this is natural. Your body is being starved of its primary source and trying to figure out how to convert now to a glucose burning or excuse me, a ketone burning state. Um, so don't be surprised if you feel terrible. They actually do call it the keto flu. Um, you're going to get muscle cramps. Your energy is going to decrease. You're probably going to get some digestive issues because keep in mind, if you take away all of your carbohydrate sources, you're most likely not getting hardly any fiber. So your digestion, your gut issues are going to change. Um, you could get keto breath. Um, basically, uh, keto, um, keto acetone is kind of expelled in from, from your breath, which can cause, um, like acetone or bad, or even a fruity breath. So they call it keto breath, um, and keto brain. I remember I went furniture shopping when I was on keto and I bought a couch and the guy asked me for my phone number. And I just sat there and stared at him. I, I couldn't even remember my own phone number. I actually had to go into my Apple settings and look at the user, you know, account information to give him my phone number. It was so weird. So if you think, you know, keep this in mind, if you have a job or children or whatever it is, it's probably going to impact your day-to-day functions while you're going through this keto flu. Um, again, for some people, it's not very severe. Some people hardly notice their transition. Others, um, it's difficult for me. It was difficult. Um, I promised myself I had been hopping from diet to diet and I promised myself when I started keto that I would give it 21 days like with, excuse me, 28, four weeks. So 28 days, four weeks, zero cheats, zero deviations. I was so sick and tired of all of my excuses. I wanted to lose weight. So I'm like, I am doing this no matter what. So had I not maybe been so um, determined at the time, I probably would have quit because I I seriously wanted to call the hospital. I had a friend who was helping me and I uh, texted him and I'm just like, I cannot believe how bad I feel. Um, side note, because again, you're reducing all your carbs, a lot of times your sodium levels are tanking. So to help with the keto flu, um, you can do things like what I like to do is take a quarter um, teaspoon of salt and I would warm up some bone broth and I would put the salt in there, let it um, dissolve. And I would drink that twice a day. And so I would keep my sodium levels up, which really helped with the headaches, the muscle cramps. Um, I also supplemented with magnesium and potassium, those things. So clearly that's electrolytes So magnesium, potassium, and salt. Um, so if you're supplementing with those, you should um, feel better. Again, disclaimer, I am not a doctor. I am not telling you what to do. I am not telling you how to eat. Um, so don't come at me with your problematic things that occurred due to information. Um, this is a disclaimer that I have to give. Um, so there's that. And, um, so anyways, the, um, electrolytes help, um, and you, the keto flu again can last from three to 14 days. Um, Here's the thing that we're kind of going to get into levels of ketosis. Um, again, if you're going to do the keto diet and it's simply to lose weight, you need to ask yourself one question. What are you going to do after the keto diet? And this really goes with any diet. You're going to drop your, your carbs to 25 grams or less a day. Are you going to do that forever? Are you going to go to the barbecues and you're never going to eat the buns and you're not going to eat the pasta salad, the potato salad. Um, you're not going to have birthday cake at your kid's party. You're not going to have alcohol. How long are you going to sustain keto? Um, 
And usually the, the answer to that is, well, I don't know. And if you don't have a plan coming out of keto, you're going to set yourself up for a really, really bad time. Um, when I, I stopped keto because essentially what had happened is for the first year, I think I was, I was on point even for the second. I mean, it was a lifestyle. I loved it. I preached it. I loved it. I had no problem giving up carbs because I found ways to enjoy keto. Um, you know, keto coffee, I'd make keto pancakes. But at, during the end of the two years, it started where I was doing what they call keto cheats all the time. I was finding, you know, keto bread and keto this and keto that. And eventually, because I was missing bread and carbs so much that I was starting to find loopholes in keto in order to satisfy those wants and those needs and those desires of carbs. And I'm telling you right now, if you go into keto and you are already looking for these cheats, you shouldn't do keto. If you are already looking for ways out of keto, you shouldn't even start it. Um, another thing with keto is, oh my gosh, I can eat all the fat I want. Well, if you are melting Velveeta cheese and topping it with bacon, um, you're going to probably have some cholesterol issues. You're not having any fiber, whole grain, and now you're eating a ton of fats you very well could give yourself a nice fancy heart condition because your cholesterol levels are going to elevate or just change for the worse. Um, and I see that a lot with keto is now people are eating, you know, the worst food that they can because it's a lot of, you know, saturated or trans fat um, in, in a lot more quantity than before. Um, so if you are finding yourself on keto, not eating whole foods, you shouldn't be doing keto. And that's the problem is people love to do keto because they want to lose weight, but eventually you're going to have to stop. You're going to gain all the way back. And then you're going to be like, well, now what? I don't regret doing keto because it taught me so freaking much. And I do think it was like that entryway of me actually opening up my eyes to the health and fitness industry. Um, so I don't regret it, but I wish I would have spent those two years learning how to eat balanced, to enjoy carbs. And that's what I teach. That's what I coach now and today. I will help some of my help my mom. She's on keto, but she is a um, recovered cancer patient and um, it does very well for her. So in certain circumstances, yes, keto can work and will work. But most people that I see on keto, they immediately try to find loopholes. They're immediately eating bacon um, and pretty much drinking the fat that comes out of the pan. And so that's basically, to get back to my story, that's kind of what I was doing. I was um, starting to cheat more and more often. I was starting to have these refeed days more and more often. And I found that doing keto made my binging cycles so much worse. Because think about it, you're restricting all carbs. The only carbs you should be eating are the ones that come in your avocado, the trace carbs that come from your cheeses, um, the trace carbs that come from any of these, um, you know, almonds, so macadamia nuts. Um, there are carbs in these foods, but it's very minimal. So you're getting all your carbs. I'm getting carbs from spinach for crying out loud. So it's, it's minimum, no cookies, no cakes, no dessert, no ice cream. And so I would find that when I decided to do my keto cheats or my refeeds, um, and a refeed, for those of you that don't know, is basically something that um, in the fitness world, you refeed your body up with carbs usually. Um, there's many reasons for it, but that's kind of what it is. Um, and same, we all know what a cheat is. Um, so not only did I now correlate good and bad by calling things cheat meals, I hate that word. I don't like it when people say that. Your diet shouldn't have a cheat. 
My diet now, I can enjoy whatever I want. Ice cream, pizza, burger, wine. It's not a cheat. It's just food. And so if you have some sort of eating disorder, keto can make it so much worse because now you are correlating things like cheat meals, bad and good, um, as well as these binging cycles. I would go to the store and I would get a whole pack of Mrs. Fields cookie dough, a whole pack, and I would sit there and eat all of it. That's over like 2000 calories of, of all of this sugar. I would eat it until I felt sick. I would get a bag of Reese's eggs, like the Reese's cups, but the eggs because the Easter version for some reason are so much better. And I would eat the whole freaking bag because I'm not even kidding. I would eat the whole dang bag. So if you're finding yourself doing that, you're binging, you're looking for cheats, you're finding yourself searching, you know, what alcohol is keto friendly? I would do that. I would search what is keto friendly. And so eventually you're going to get to this point. And now what? Um, You have to figure out a plan. What are you going to do after keto? You have to. Um, again, my opinion would be to not even go down that road because um, the second you start introducing carbs back into your diet, remember we talked about early that three to four grams of water that you store, you're going to see a, an influx in the scale. Um, you have to do it very slowly. Your body is in a way primed to gain fat very quickly when it's in such a restricted mode. Um, again, you can have, um, there have been reports showing that after an extended period of time, this is, I ran into this problem and I'm still dealing with this problem. Um, I did keto for so long that it, it can put your body into a kind of an insulin resistant state. Um, you know, not diabetes, not any of that, but um, I find myself now when I eat carbs, I'm having my insulin responses not as great as it was before. Um, I also developed food aversions. I ate so much cauliflower rice um, that if I were to eat it now, it completely upsets my stomach, which eh, I'm not that mad about it because I prefer normal rice over cauliflower rice. But again, food aversions can happen as well. Um, so going through some of my notes, um, you know, what kind of foods can you eat on keto? What does keto look like um, for breakfast? usually what I had was two eggs, two slices of bacon. Um, I'd like to add some spinach in there and do like a tablespoon of butter um, with walnuts. And then of course I would have my coffee. My, um, if you followed me for a long time, you've, you remember all of this, uh, my eggs and bacon and my keto coffee were like the thing that I did. Um, I put MCT oil in my coffee, butter, um, and then heavy cream. I'd blend it all up. It was freaking delicious. Um, but if you decide to add MCT oil, which is basically like a coconut oil, it's a very good oil, um, whether you're on keto or not, um, it's got a lot of good benefits. It can make you crap your pants. Um, and I'm, I'm not trying to sugarcoat it here, guys. So when you change from going from carbs to keto, be very, very uh, aware that you might have some crazy digestive changes. Um, I would have for snack, like two mozzarella cheese sticks. For snack, I'd have deviled eggs. For dinner, I'd have a hamburger patty, an egg, ranch dressing, celery, bacon. Um, and... I would eat, so no lean meat, you know, cause again, you're trying to keep your protein down. So bacon, beef, short ribs, barbecue pork, ground lamb. Um, I'd eat sardines, salmon, eggs, sour cream, um, cheese. Um, what else? There's a uh, coconut oil, of course, um, asparagus, 
um, freaking filet mignon with like my best friend. I would go to Sam's club, get the bulk pack and we would be doing filet mignon, um, chicken thighs over chicken breast, um, pork rinds for like a crunchy snack, um, almonds. And, um, basically once you hit keto, so like, that's what we're going to talk about now is how do you know you're in ketosis? What does ketosis look like? So I actually took my blood um, to make sure I was in ketosis because I was serious about doing this diet. Low carb and keto are very, very different. You can't do low carb and low fat. Keto is keeping your fats high. Again, I weighed about 140 and my fats were anywhere between 130 and 140. Uh, That is a lot of fats. But um, basically, if you take your blood, I took like with a glucose meter, you can get ketone uh, strips. And I um, would test my blood and make sure I was in ketosis. Anywhere between 1.3 and 3 millimole per liter is keto. Anything below 0.5, you're not in ketosis. Um, It's considered that 0.5 and 3 is kind of that sweet spot. Um, People like to um, think that they can drink exogenous ketones. Basically, you can buy these at the freaking store and people who aren't even on keto think and have been told and it's been marketed that if you drink exogenous ketones that all of a sudden your body's going to switch into fat burning mode. I'm telling you right now, it's BS. Don't waste your money. They're very expensive. If you're on keto, um, it actually has been shown that it can inhibit fat loss. So it can actually hurt you if you drink exogenous ketones. Why? Because it gives your body these exogenous, these outward, you know, made ketones, right? And it uses that as energy instead of using the fat that you're storing as energy, which is how you lose weight. Your body needs energy, so it pulls the fat tissue. It uses it as energy. So if you're going to drink exogenous ketones, it may work for an hour, but then you're going to pee it out and you just wasted a lot of money and potentially stopped your fat breakdown um, process as it should be. If anything, what I took was ketone esters and ketone salts. I actually... Um, didn't take pre-workout at the time and just did ketone esters and ketone salts. Um, disclaimer, they are expensive as all get out. I was spending probably hundred or so dollars a month just on these ketone esters and salts. Um, so eventually you're going to be in ketosis. All the keto flu goes away. The muscle cramps go away. And honestly, um, aside from the well-balanced diet that I have now, Um, I felt great. Uh, My mind fog cleared up. I was able to go hours and hours and hours without eating, um, which can be good and can be bad. Again, so your body is using a fat. It has a lot higher of a fat storage. So your energy can be kept up without supplying your body with food. Um, I liked that when I was going out and doing things because I didn't really get hungry. Um, But yeah, I felt great. My energy in the gym started to come back. I actually made progress in the gym. And things were on the up and up. Um, It really, I did. I felt really good. And um, eventually, again, I I met um, my now husband. And it was really hard for me to stay on keto when I was, um, you know, around someone who was an athlete and he's eating carbs. And um, he didn't persuade me to eat these things, but I just started wanting to eat them. I start, I wanted to go to Mexico on our vacation and not eat keto. It's very hard to eat keto. Um, not, not doable, but it's, it's hard when you're around other, you know, situations that aren't a lot of keto foods available. Um, and so 
I started slowly doing kind of half-ass keto, which is what a lot of people do. They're like, oh, well, Sunday I'll eat whatever I want, but the rest of the week I'll be in keto. It doesn't work that way. You can't flip-flop back and forth like that. Your body actually takes time to switch from glucose to ketones. Um, And so I found myself um, gaining all the weight back. Um, I gained more than 20 pounds within like a month. The time frame of this fat gain um, was insane. And guys, if you see the photos, they're on my Instagram page. Um, I looked worse because my body was in such a weird state. Um, my hormones were all over the place. My cholesterol was all over the place. And I not only gained weight, but I looked very inflamed and very puffy. My body was not responding to the carbs very well. Um, if you're going to do keto and you don't know how to come out of it, you need to hire a coach. Uh, and hire a coach that knows what they're doing. Um, there are so many coaches out there that because keto is so popular and so um, great at producing results in the beginning, coaches who have never done it, don't know about it. They are just pushing it on. They're, they're offering the service. It's ridiculous. Um, find someone who knows what they're doing to help you out of it because it can be a very traumatic process to lose all this weight and then to gain it and then you can sometimes actually find it to be every time you do these yo-yo diets where you lose a bunch of weight very quickly and then you gain a bunch of weight, you're making it harder for your body to lose weight every single time. Um, and so this was like my last yo-yo. I had done paleo before I had done low carb before I had done all these things before keto. And with keto, I made a very drastic change and then boom, two years of work within a month, I had gained that all of it back and then some, um, And it was tough because um, I didn't really realize it was happening. Um, It wasn't until I looked back at some photos of my husband and I, um, and I was like, holy cow. And at this time I was going to be a personal trainer. I was doing all of these um, things to become certified. My passion had been, you know, fueled for this, this job in this industry. And I looked in the mirror and I'm like, oh my gosh, who are you? Um, I just felt like garbage. So that was in the point of time where I actually did hire a coach because I was unfamiliar with how um, to reverse myself out of keto. And I was able to do so. It took almost a year. And that's what I'm trying to explain to you guys. If it took me almost a year to come out of keto, some some metabolisms will respond better. Guys, you may not have the same problems I did. You will if you just go out of keto and decide to eat whatever you want. Absolutely, you will. You're not going to have a good time if you don't do it right. Um, and so, whenever I tell someone, you know, it's it's not don't do keto. It's you need to understand everything that you're getting yourself involved in when you're going to do a diet like keto. You have to reverse out of it. You have to have a plan after the plan. But the same thing goes with anything. If you're going to do paleo, if you're going to do freaking Atkins, what are you going to do after the fact? People like to complicate weight loss. But weight loss, true success in weight loss comes down to changing your lifestyle and changing your habits. And so many people are like, well, I don't want to. Well, then you're never going to lose the weight. You may lose it, you know, doing keto for the first month or two. But when you stop keto, you're going to gain it all back. So how much of your life do you want to spend doing that? How much of your life do you want to spend losing weight, then gaining it all back? Losing weight, then gaining it all back. How it's... It's like, you know, that definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result. Keto isn't magic. Keto is going to make you lose 20 pounds and then you're never going to have to diet ever again in your life. And ask yourself, do you want to give up beer forever? Do you want to give up um, burgers with buns? 
forever? Do you want to give up tamales and tacos and burritos and I, I mean pizza forever? Probably not. So the best thing you could do is to spend the time that you would doing keto, learning about changing your lifestyle habits. I still eat pizza, burgers, tacos, burritos, ice cream, nachos. I still eat all these things. I fit them into my diet. I am no longer going to Taco Bell and ordering, you know, three burritos, extra avocado ranch with a freaking large size Mountain Dew. I'm no longer doing that because it doesn't support my goals. But I am still enjoying food and enjoying life. So I probably can't hound you about the plan after the diet more than what I just did. Um, That's the most important takeaway of any diet that you start, ask yourself how long you can do it. Um, so know that keto has a lot of, I don't want to say rules, but you, if you, again, the keto cheats, they're out there. If you go to the store, you find keto protein and keto this and keto that. Keto, if you're on keto, you don't need protein shakes. And I'll tell you why. It's because you don't need a lot of protein. And if you're just eating the fatty meats and the cheeses and things that you are, you're going to automatically get the amount of protein that you are eating. So you don't need to worry about that. Um, know that you're going to go through that flu. If you have type 1 diabetes, people with type 1 diabetes, um, you need to be careful. You need to understand what ketoacidosis is. It has to do with your blood sugar levels and your ketone levels. It can be deadly. Um, You want to make sure that you're not going into something already wanting to cheat. Um, if you want to test your levels, honestly, blood ketone tests are the way to go. The blood glu- glucose meters are very cheap. The strips are expensive, but if you're going to want to actually do it the right way, I do recommend doing that. It's kind of a um, helpful reminder to keep yourself in the way that you want to be, um, the levels that you want to be. Um, breathalyzer tests, you can get those. Uh, honestly, they're proven to be kind of lame and not work. You could do urine tests, but the best way to do it is check your blood. Um, so, okay. You want to do keto. You've listened to all of this and you're still like, yep, I'm going to do it. Well, have a plan coming out of it. My plan, my best recommendation is to slowly add carbs back in. Start with unprocessed carbs. Don't go for your freaking pasta, your cupcakes, your donuts. Um, you need to start with non-starchy vegetables. Start increasing your vegetable intake. There's, um, start increasing your um, whole grains, you know, beans, things like that, and go very slow. Um, you're probably going to have some gastric distress because now you're adding in these carbs again. Um, if you care about, you know, muscle mass and, and toning your body, you're going to have to start increasing your protein a little bit. Again, I would do it very slowly. Um, you might see that you have some blood sugar fluctuations. Um, again, the insulin, um, the way that your body, uh, your insulin resistance, things like that change when you're coming off the keto diet. So um, you could have mood changes, fatigue. Um, you could become jittery just because your blood sugar levels are now experiencing this spike in glucose. Um, again, you're probably going to see a scale increase because of the water. Um 
you know, the three to four grams of water per gram of carbs. So um, expect the scale to go up a little bit, but don't freak out. Look at the photos, look at your measurements. Just because the scale weight's going up doesn't mean you're gaining a bunch of fat. Um, for me, I bloated like a mother. Like I looked six months pregnant. There is also a photo of that on Instagram. When you start adding carbs back in, you can have some severe bloating. Um, you might feel hungry. You know, you're adding these blood sugar level changes, um, which can cause some hunger. Um, so just be aware of all of this. It's it, it can be difficult. Um, it's only as difficult as you make it. And again, I, I, I recommend hiring a coach. It's a very weird thing to maneuver. Um, so just think about some of these things that I'm telling you. Um, again, I'm trying to give you all the information that most coaches won't give people because they want to make money. And guess what? I could put every single person on a keto diet and you would lose weight very quickly. Um, and the initial drop is very exciting. As a coach, I try to stray people away from keto because it's not sustainable. And I'm all about teaching sustainable weight loss habits for life. Because again, think back to the yo-yo dieting. It's your time. It's your life. It's your self-esteem. It's your health. And if you are sick and tired of looking in the mirror every single day and you have a stomach you want to get rid of or, you know, fat on your butt or your thighs or anywhere. And you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm so sick of this. And you're like, I'm going to do keto. Guys, keto can be miserable, especially, especially if, you know, you, you aren't already dedicated and, and disciplined having to give up a lot, um, a lot. So don't get caught up in the hype of keto. Um, understand what keto is. It's your body changing from glucose burning to fat burning. Um, you're dropping a lot of water weight. That 10 pounds you lost in the first week, I guarantee you nine of it is water. Okay. And the second you start introducing carbs back, that water weight's going to come back. Fat loss is the goal, not weight loss. Fat loss. You want to lose fat, right? So my recommendation as a coach is do it the right way. Instead of spending three months doing keto and being miserable, spend three months learning how to eat in a um, balanced way. You can have carbs. You can have your Rice Krispies. You can have what, whatever you want in proper portions. Um, our weight our weight problems here in America have, have a lot to do with just lack of nutrition, lack of nutrition knowledge. We are getting so swindled by so many companies because they're putting out these ketone shakes and lose weight with keto and Adkins and all of this stuff, products to buy that are supposed to help us lose weight fast. And it's 2020 and I, I, I remember my own thought process. So as much as I can want to say that I can't believe this is still happening and people are still doing these diets, I can because it, it's been ingrained in us in such a, such a young age. Um, and so it's just something that we're used to. And so um, if somebody came to me and they're adamant about doing keto, I would help them so that they did it the right way. You need to be eating a lot of greens. You need to be eating, um, you know, eggs, walnuts, avocados, olive oil, things that are actually beneficial for you. You still need to be eating whole foods. People like to do keto because it allows them to eat a lot of other not so great foods for us. And now you're having cholesterol issues and all of these other things. And it's 
nine times out of 10, it puts someone in a worse off situation. So I think at this point, I'm probably repeating myself. Um, I hope you guys can see how passionate I am about this lifestyle. Um, I'm not talking keto as some coach who's trying to um, get more clients or you know talk you into my product instead. I did keto for two years, guys, not two months. For two freaking years, I ate less than 25 grams of carbs a day. I went through 14 days of absolute hell. I learned a lot through experience, not just through reading. I did my um, nutrition coach certification and they talk about keto in there and it's it's very bland, kind of not, not a lot of information. Um, so if you do have questions on keto, you're contemplating keto, please reach out to me. Um, please listen to this podcast. Take what I say um, with an open mind. Um, I'm not trying to talk you out of doing keto, but for most people, it's not the right answer for long-term sustainable weight loss. If you want to continue the yo-yo cycle and not learn how to eat to sustain and maintain weight loss through the rest of your life and be healthy and happy through the rest of your life, then yeah, do what you want. But if you're looking to lose weight and be done with the weight loss process to be able to eat foods that you enjoy and still see results, then don't do keto. And again, if the other point I want to make that I can't stress enough, if you're going into a diet already looking for cheats, already looking for loopholes, that is such, you're setting yourself up for failure. You're setting yourself up for failure. Again, if you have questions, I am here. As a coach, as an athlete, as somebody who has done this, as somebody who has experienced this, I am here for your questions. I would love to hear your um, your thoughts. If you've done keto, um, if you're trying to do keto and you're struggling and you're not feeling well, take some of those tips, the magnesium, the potassium, the salt. Um, you know, your body's going through a hard time. And in a lot of the times, the information we get um, from influencers or online can be a little misleading. So I'm here to help you if you have questions, comments, concerns. If you know somebody who's doing keto and they're struggling or they're cheating all the time or they're just whatever, share this share this with them. Um, I aim to help as many people as I can um, because I've been there. I've done that and it can definitely suck. Um, the weight gain afterwards can be very hard to maneuver. Um, so share this with somebody you think it might help. Um, your support on this podcast means the world to me, guys. Um, I'm a small business um, business owner and um, the little things like the likes and the shares and the comments and the reviews make a world of a difference. So um, for all of you um, avid listeners and faithful listeners, I appreciate you. For all of you new listeners, um, let me know what you want to hear. I love engaging with you guys. Um, and until next time, I hope everybody stays well. Bye.